What will happen when it is dry? What will happen when it is dry? What will happen when Christ is at a distance? When uh, the rumour of God falls silent? Well, we know something of what it happens when it is dry. There are struggles for power. There are people seeking to wreak havoc and carnage in the streets of cities and tourist resorts. People are killed and murdered uh, in the name of ideology, in a terrorist crusade. There are conspiracies for power and control. People use violence and force and coercion to get their way. Terrible things happen when the tree is green. But we know that we live in a world where when it's dry, still yet more terrible things occur. But our call as Christians as we return to the cross and wait and surrender is to enter into the pain and the suffering of the world, to grieve for the sin and the violence in the world, which was focused and distilled in the crucifixion of Christ and yet is ever present. Part of our call as Christians is to allow our hearts to be moved, to reflect on our place within a fallen, broken, disordered and sometimes violent humanity. So easily may we be persuaded to stand with the mob and cry crucify rather than to stand with Jesus. We don't know about the criminals who were crucified on the right and the left of Jesus. Many of the people observing would have thought Jesus a criminal. We see him differently. We don't know what their crime was. Nothing tells us. Were they murderers? Were they uh, seditious? Or had they cheated on an expenses claim? We don't know why they were criminals and for what they were being crucified. And yet they were, they were sort of emblematic of a fallen, disordered humanity. themselves disordered and fallen but also falling victim and prey to violent coercive rulers and Jesus enters into this humanity Jesus enters as the God the one the only one who can forgive and reconcile isn't it ironic that the very thing for which Jesus is crucified he continues to perform while hanging on the cross for all the Jews of Jesus' day knew that it was blasphemous to pronounce the forgiveness of sins. Only God can forgive sins. And yet here a wandering rabbi, Jesus of Nazareth, claims to have the authority to forgive sins. He must be put to death. He's a blasphemer. And then hanging on the cross, verse 34, Jesus says, Father, forgive them. That which I am doing that which I have the authority to do, that for which I am being crucified, I continue to do, even while hanging here. And so even though the day is bright and sunny and the weather is warm, it seems as though this reading draws us back to our knees at the foot of the cross, in penitence, in grief, in submission, to recognise our part in a fallen and broken humanity, which cries out, crucify but also to receive the forgiveness of God in Christ with gratitude, to be overwhelmed by the love of God, which will put to death God himself, God's Son. 
so that humanity may be rescued and restored. And so let's pray together that God would hold together in our hearts that proper sense of remorse and contrition for the parts of our lives for which we may be branded criminal, for those areas of our lives which would join with the cry of crucify, but also that we would hold with that the deep, deep joy and gratitude for the liberating love of God. So one criminal said to the other on the cross, we are getting what we justly deserved, that this man has done nothing wrong. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we do not get what we deserve, but because of you, we receive grace, plenty. We pray, Lord Jesus, that by your spirit you would draw us to our knees at the cross regularly, daily, that we would die to ourselves, that we might be born again in you. That we would turn from sin, that we would turn from anger and violence and greed. And we pray that as you draw us to our knees, we would stand as a token, a, a representative offering on behalf of all humanity. And that you would bend the hearts of your people towards your will. We pray for those places in the world this day where conflict rages. Where hearts are held captive by anger. And we pray you would draw us all to our knees. We pray for those plotting and scheming violence in Turkey, in Syria, in Iraq in other parts of Europe be it the violence of a coercive state or be it the violence of terrorist groups or seditious factions we pray you would soften the hearts of all those caught up in fear and hatred you would bring peace to our land We pray that you would restore to us again the joy and the delight of our salvation. Pray, Holy Spirit, that you would flood our hearts with a knowledge of our adoption as children of the living God. Thank you that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Thank you that we were not abandoned but have been chosen, found, saved. 